Okay, so it looks like we're doing this. 1776. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. This is Gig Tales. We might as well just stumble right on into our own podcast here. Let's just do it. Do Guys, it. we're doing it. It's yeah. the Hamilton episode. We we had to. We kept we kept like so so Hamilton the the musical came out on Disney Plus and we were like we could just, you know, we both watched it like we could just do a little review at the top of an episode and then Terry very wisely was like we will end up taking the entire episode to talk about it and that's not yeah. fair. So we should just own it and just do a Hamilton episode. So Yeah. And just talk about the movie the live recording, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I, uh, our thoughts on it. So right. spoil, spoiler alert. We're going <laughs> to tell you what happened. If you haven't seen the dang play, yeah. go watch. I'll give you my Disney plus login. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. Then come back and listen. Yeah. But I mean, also like it's spoiler alert. Like we're here now in America. So like you kind of, you can, you kind of know like how, what happened in a way like yeah yeah Although, so I will, I will just say to start so one thing that's very different you know I, we'll we'll get into it but I'll good place to kick off is this there's an added scene in the musical that's not in the cast recording you know what I'm talking god yes. which is that so when Hamilton it's the only spoken scene in the entire thing where Hamilton finds out that Lawrence died mm-hmm. and I was sobbing oh just sobbing my god so lynn says <laughs> lynn manuel miranda who those of you who don't know he uh wrote the lyrics and some uh, he's he also starred in it so he plays hamilton um he he said so i followed some of the twitter watch party on the night that it came out with yeah. the original cast <clears throat> and then i've read a couple like i've been following some some things since it came out and whatever but he said like that was very much on purpose like he had to leave something out of the soundtrack experience and it was like it's like such he said he does see it as more of a of a scene than a song and it's really the only thing that he thinks of as like a scene instead of a song although it is i agree sort of sung there's music in it um so he thought that it it also in that way it didn't fit on the soundtrack but he wanted to leave like so, like uh, some things there's also like the scream like eliza oh, okay a Eli- so two screams Let's the get scream to that. when philip dies and then the gasp oh. at the end that are not on but those are like he says that was like on purpose because there are certain things that just need to be like experienced Same. So yeah, yeah, we're that's on my list of things we're okay. gonna get to. But speaking of so, spoiler alert, yeah. so he that that scene is in there, and mm-hmm. I was just sobbing, and yeah. I looked over at Sean, and I'm like, he died, and Sean to break the ice goes, Terry, they all are dead. <laughs> okay, I mean, well, they are by now. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're yeah. right. But. I mean, you kind of get that, but it's not, and it also like, it, it's so, it's almost. Like it was happening and I just, I like looked at Tom. I was like, this, what, this isn't in the, and, and I've seen, we've seen it live and I don't remember, I don't remember that. Like I know did it you, was there. Did you see it in New York or Boston? No, I saw it in Boston when it came okay. and I, and I'm, you know, I'm sure that was there, but I don't remember if I just didn't like it. There's so, there was so much happening and it was the first time that I saw the visual aspect of it and I was probably just like so in it and 
I mean, I I knew the soundtrack pretty well at that point, but this was like a few years ago. So I've definitely know it better. So maybe I just didn't, maybe I, I just thought like, Oh, I missed that on the soundtrack or something. Like it didn't hit me like it did in when I watched one. it in the, on the, yeah, the movie version, like the recorded. Yeah. So I think Holy there are shit. a few, so a few things are different. So I've never seen the stage musical because I'm poor. Um, <laughs> and so this was my first time seeing it at all. Yeah. So for yeah. me, there were a lot of things that like, seeing really changed. So one big thing I would say, so right off the bat, so Lin-Manuel Miranda had always said he wrote this to try to make, or he made, he didn't write it for this purpose, but one of the things he wanted to do was to make Aaron Burr like a little bit more sympathetic and a little bit less of a villain. Cause he really is. He's an American villain. Right. And I always said to Sean, I'm like, I I don't feel sympathetic towards Aaron Burr. He sucks. I don't feel sympathetic, but watching it, yeah. Oh my God. Leslie Odom Jr. Like right from the God. beginning, he has that, what is, it's like that shit eating, like disingenuous grin all the mm-hmm. time. He's like mm-hmm. being a politician and you feel a little bad for him. And then when, um, when Hamilton says Jefferson has my vote and Aaron Burr's face oh, turned, yeah. I was like, Oh, I felt so bad for him. Oh, so yeah. I think seeing it really, made you feel for him more i also feel like i can relate to him because you know like because you shoot people (laughs) because i challenge people to duels because you know his whole his whole like (laughs) hamilton has like that fire the whole time right and aaron burr is the opposite of that where he's like he's more like wishy-washy he's like he doesn't want to ruffle feathers he's like he doesn't want to take sides and I, I feel like I, I play that role in a lot of like things in my life where I try to make sure things are like, I wrestle with that with like, I always will say what I believe in, but how, and I'll always be open about it, but how far I push it or how far I like, I try to get other people to believe like it's, I, I kind of struggle between like those two. It's almost like angel and devil in a way, not that one's good or bad, but like mm. they're just, I, I can relate to both sides of that. Right. And, and that, then you have a friend who's constantly like failing upwards and you're like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. And you're like, and you're the little shit that won't keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so relatable. The, one yeah. thing about the Lawrence scene just before we get off of that, him dying, the him dying thing, it goes right into nonstop the mm-hmm. song nonstop. So, and it's almost for me watching it here was almost awkward how it, it like jarringly switches right into nonstop, which is like an upbeat kind of song about how Hamilton is constantly writing and he's like in his work and he's like, go, go, go. And he's nonstop. Mm-hmm but it totally made that song make way more sense because mm-hmm. he's like fueled at that point is kind of like when it accelerates, like he kind of puts like pedal he, to the metal at that point. And he exactly says that because when Eliza's is yes. giving him the news, he yes. says, I have work to do. And he like runs off and starts. Yeah. Right. But it like, it gave to me, it gave nonstop like a whole different, meaning because right. it was like and, and where it's placed in the show made like so much more sense yeah. 
I don't know. It's just, yes. yeah, it is so. I mean, that's when he would have died too. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I recommend, this is not Hamilton, but um, have you ever watched the John Adams miniseries? John it's on Adams. John Adams. <laughs> I know him. Uh, no, I have not. Is it? So It's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yes. We've watched it at least two or three times wow. like over and over again. So we really like American history. Yeah, so we're always looking for like an American history thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so fun fact about the John Adams. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, nice job. So I, I have notes on that too. So we're going to go, <laughs> we're so going to go right into, right into King George. We also love like the history of like British and European nobility, the Mm. concept of it. And if you watch the crown and other Mm. things about the nobility, so there's a very specific Royal, uh, it's like, there's a type of accent and it's a Royal one. And they'll say like family. Mm. And when he says, don't come crawling back to me, there's a specific way they say their A's Mm -hmm. and he fucking crushes it. Yeah, it was. It's really good for a guy who has three songs in the thing. Yeah, so he's like, yeah. so Jonathan Groff plays King George in the original cast. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he's fucking. He was in Spring Awakening when he was like a baby child, and that was like, it's like one of my favorite musicals. Duncan Sheik wrote the music. You might like it. I don't know. Duncan Sheik is like '90s guy. I am barely oh, yeah, breathing. I know. Yeah, so he I wrote. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote the music. It's really cool. Leah I Michelle. never knew that. Yeah, Leah Michelle and uh, Jonathan Groff were the leads in that show. And then, you know, she went on to big fame and she did Glee. He, he Jonathan Groff played uh, a role in Glee. He's now, he was freaking the prince uh, he, in Frozen. He's, he's oh. in... He's yeah. the mind hunter. He's mind hunter, which I just started watching. So he's <gasps> Oh what? Yeah. Just started I fucking love Mind Hunter. Oh my hunter. god, I just started mm-hmm. I'm on episode three. So we'll have to yeah. Because I love fucking Jonathan Groff. That's what made me do it. But anyhow, he so he is like he does not need to take a role where he gets not I think it's nine minutes of stage time, is what he said King George is. Yeah. But clearly, like he he knew what what it was and what he was getting into and like and how amazing it was going to be. And he said, he oh, was like, so he knew. Yeah. He, he says he like, he was happy to take a role that only had like nine minutes of stage time. Like he knew how special it was. He knows like how incredible Lynn is and everything. But he, when they filmed this, I don't know if you knew this, he was not still playing the role when they oh, filmed so he it. Came back. And the, the yeah. guy who was playing it had to kind of like, step down like oh. yeah so it was it, the i think it was the composer tweeted at the guy who was actually holding the role at the time and said like hey thanks for being like really graciously stepping down and letting jonathan groff come back and you know so we could capture really the full original cast but like that's so, i mean i'm sure he was like told <laughs> like, yeah he wasn't gonna do it but i um, it sounded like he he did it he handled it with with grace and everything so that was kill nice. him Taryn Killam played him for oh. like a short run. I okay. think it might have just been like a week or something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but Brilliant, like, there's, Brilliant. there's so many things about King George that seeing it yeah. is so much better. He's such a comic relief. Like yeah. in the the Reynolds pamphlet, <laughs> yeah. when he's like standing on the side yep. and like up on the rafters, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, look, King George is reading it up there. And then yep. he comes and he's like flinging the pamphlets yeah uh-huh. really good comic yeah yeah he did oh but sorry what i was gonna job. say was fun fact about 
uh, King George and the whole John Adams thing. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is also a fan of the John Adams um, miniseries. Okay. And when he says, um, I know him, that can't be, he's that little guy that came to me all those years ago. There's mm-hmm. a scene in John Adams where John Adams goes to meet the king. Ah. And it's kind of a funny, like weird, very awkward little scene, but he yeah. liked that. So he, that's why he wanted to like okay. put that in there. That's Just that cool. Note. Yeah. I love that. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah, King George. I mean, I, I love Jonathan Groff just to start with, but um, he's great. Yeah, he's fantastic, and his voice is just. And I mean, the spit. I know everyone's talking about the the, the spit, and Lynn Lynn tweeted like, "It's amazing how aggressive the spit is in 2020." Like we didn't know when they shot it, it wasn't like. <laughs> And the idea of spit is like a terrorist, you know? How controversial <laughs> that was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Him. Uh, and, so let's talk about David Diggs yeah. right here now. Yeah. Speaking of comic relief and like seeing David Diggs was another something that I, I'll tell you this. When we first started listening to the soundtrack, I said, David Diggs needs to be the next like big thing. Yeah. He's a, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I see. So it's interesting because so something that like I think some some people who maybe were just listening to the soundtrack or just weren't familiar with it or whatever may not have known going in is that some of the actors played different roles in the first act and then in the second act. So Divi, I think you know that listening. To the I, think, soundtrack. I think I think most it's people incredibly can, clear yeah. yeah but I mean I don't know I don't I mean maybe some people who aren't as critically listening or who weren't familiar with it or I don't know because so he plays Lafayette in the first act and then he's Thomas Jefferson in the second so he has like the French accent in the first and then he does it in the second but um but so Lynn said that as he was like researching and kind of putting the story together he realized that some some certain people were very important to Hamilton in the beginning of his life and then sort of faded out and then others were more important toward kind of the second half of his life. So he knew right off the bat that there would be kind of he characters in the first and second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the decision to have the same, have some of the same actors come back. Like I just <laughs> kind of assumed it was like logistics and money like right so we'll have this person you know play if they're instead of sitting backstage or you know during the second half we'll have them work right but Mm -hmm. he and and that could have been a factor but he's he also said that he also wanted a sense of familiarity so it's like it's though it's a different character they come in as in like the people in the show and like Hamilton and the other characters like know these people. Like when Thomas Jefferson comes in in the second act, he's returning to America. So America Mm -hmm. is like very familiar with him and they're like welcoming him home. In Mm -hmm. fact, that's the song, right? And he wanted the audience to feel that like connection. connection. Yes. Jinx, owe me a duel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So that, I thought, I I just think, I mean, there's so many things yeah, I think. It, there's so many layers to it that you're but, holy fucking shit. Yeah. And then but, like Lawrence plays Philip in the second uh-huh. act. And in the beginning when they're all, they're kind of, they kind of, the opening number kind of tells the end of the show, right? Like in a way they kind of say like, like Aaron Burr is like, 
me i'm the damn fool that shot him and like yeah me i fought with him me i died died for him him. me i loved him yeah but like lauren i died for him philip and lauren's both died the same yes so fun fact okay maybe maybe sean's a good example then he knew that like lauren's and philip were the same and hercules mulligan and he knew those facts right yeah but he goes do you know what's so cool is that when he said they said me i died for him it was it was Philip and Lawrence, and I was like, yeah. And she goes, and when they say me, I loved him. It's the Schuyler sisters, but Maria is um, 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 and Peggy. Oh, and I, oh. and I was like, yeah. Did you just get that? So yeah. I actually witnessed someone realize, realize it yeah. in front of me. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be a prick and be like, well, I already knew no, it, but like, no, of course, it's something I intuited from like listening to it, and I think like hearing certain voices and yeah i don't maybe i've seen images of it too no i mean i didn't really think i didn't i just didn't think about that and i'm like super familiar with it i think the thing is there's so there's so much to take in whether you're listening to it or and or watching it while listening to it there are so many lyrics there's so much nuance there's so many little things that I can't wait to keep, to watch it again and again because I will find every time I listened to the soundtrack, I would hear something that Ew. I didn't hear before. All the little like motifs and themes that come back and in and out or in the background or in a backup vocal, like the 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 ten dual commandments is the yes. the melody of Philip's piano lesson, which is yep. foreshadowing that foreshadowing. he dies in the duel, right? But like. And I, it's like, oh, I recognize the the melody, but I never put together like the meaning until like pretty recently, like I was listening to the soundtrack, like, oh yeah, that, oh, oh yeah, that's probably why they, they pulled that I think I just melody. put that, and when he walks up to meet the guy who fucking kills him in the duel, and it goes just like, it does that like, and I was like, they put that in the background, don't they know he's going to die? Like, that was a thing I actually said in my brain to myself <laughs> don't they know oh no didn't don't they, they know he's gonna the die yeah. didn't they watch this on disney plus back in 1782 or whenever the shit this right. was happening there are but so just, yeah so many things an- another thing about david diggs was yes um his physicality i've always from the second I heard him, I was like, this guy needs to be like the next Brad Pitt. Mm. But just his <laughs> physical. Yeah. yeah. Fuck out of here, Brad Pitt. I don't <laughs> want any part of it. Um, I love it. So just the way he moves and everything. And yeah. something I hadn't realized before was like when they do, there were little things that add to it. Just like watching him move and like his body language. It can be mm-hmm. comic relief. It can be really like energizing and when they do the um cabinet battle Mm -hmm. and hamilton comes back and he says um would you like to join me or stay mellow doing whatever the hell it is you do in monticello Monticello. i didn't know that he was making fun (laughs) of his movements yeah so when i saw him do it i was like oh Mm. i get it he's fucking making fun of him yeah 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 they (laughs) they're like it's interesting because to me um, David and like Lynn are great examples of, I don't think that they're the best singers. Like they're not technically the best singers. They both have incredible like rap and, and, and rhyme and rhythmic skills, Yes, but I would not want anyone else. Like it doesn't matter to me. And, and nope. I'm a singer and 
usually very, very picky about vocals. And I don't even care because it's like, I would pick the energy, the commitment to the character, like how they convey the character over like top notch vocal technique any, any day. Like those guys are just, you don't even care. Like, I I don't know. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, it's not about his singing capabilities. It's Mm -hmm. about his stage presence, his energy, his delivery. Oh my God. He's so good. He's so great. I didn't notice. um, I think it was Lynn's wife that, tweeted it that said um i mean that tweeted that how clever she thought it was when jefferson is introduced in act two and he might be the first person we see again like the the double cast the you know the actor returning in another role Mm -hmm. he there's a line and it says like you haven't met him yet to kind of cheated to the audience so it's like it's almost like they're saying like you're you know this actor but you haven't met this character yet and it's like super subtle and like slipped in there but it's like and she she tweeted like yeah like how clever or like brilliant that is and she's like took me a few times seeing it to like notice that and like oh okay i never even thought of that me neither like even if it's subliminal like okay you don't know this person yet so it's not yeah this isn't lafayette even though he's somebody coming back from france like yeah that's interesting. Um, one character introduction that I did notice is that one thing I did notice is when, even when they introduce Alexander Hamilton, when he goes, Alexander Hamilton, you know how you like, they tell you everyone's name and they yeah. literally introduce everyone to you. Yeah. Um, I thought everyone was going to applaud when Alexander Hamilton came on. They didn't. I thought they were going to applaud oh. for other characters. They didn't. The only character that gets a burst of applause is George Washington. Oh yeah. That's they right. Introduce them. Yeah. And I'm, just i don't know why if it's like that's Mm. always been my favorite song in the entire musical Mm. too yeah um when they introduce him yeah so uh i don't know if it's because of the energy of that song or whatever Mm. but that was something that stuck out on my second watching where i was like huh he's the only one they applaud for yeah i didn't i didn't notice that and it could it could be the way that it's edited because i'm sure i mean they had they had they did shots like with no audience, I'm sure. And like, like right. The so they're on the stage and, and the close-ups. Right. He did. Yeah. I saw Lynn Manuel Miranda said something about that. Some of the closer up shots yeah. were done like without an audience on right. like they filmed them separately. Yep. Yeah. We mm-hmm. did a, were you there when we did the, the <laughs> Messiah rocks thing? Oh, and yeah. for PBS? Oh, no, no, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I wasn't in it, but I went to see it. Okay, so that's what yeah. we did for that because it was a PBS oh. like taping. So we did some live and then we had to do like certain, we ran each song with the choreography and everything like during the day so they could shoot that. So, yes. Um, so it could be, I don't remember when I saw it, like if every character, I'm sure some people hooted and hollered or whatever, but. I remember a very long pause and reaction to immigrants. We get the job done. Like everybody. Yeah. Usually goes pretty nuts. And they, I think they would sometimes pause and kind of eat that up a bit. Oh, Um, because I was actually, that did get like a round of applause in the, yeah, but you're right. I'm sure there's some editing done. Yeah. So it it could have been, yeah, it could have been just how it was edited. Um, That's interesting. Mm. Um, uh, I would so yeah there were a lot of comical moments like that not just from him like yeah uh King George his comical mm-hmm. moments are great um 
I just want to ask, did LMM say anything about why Madison was always sick? I No, I, no. And it's because you don't, when you're listening to the soundtrack, whatever, like you don't hear him like coughing, right? Coughing, yeah. I know. And then I like looked it up and I didn't, I like did a quick Google search like while we were um, watching it and I didn't, I didn't dive in. I should have, but um, yeah, I don't know. That must have been a thing, but no. Um, I just kept thinking, oh my God, that, that, that actor too. Like, so Hercules Mulligan is like, he raps like DMX. Like he's like, so like, so like aggressive and like, has like, uh, like a grit. And then like, he's, and then like the Madison character is very smooth and he's coughing, which is horrible for your voice. So I can't imagine like the vocal coaching of like how to, cough healthily right. for a stage effect and not but again i don't think he's as much of a singer as no. he is like yeah right. he has rapper. a nice voice though like it's yeah smooth, he does but yeah yeah uh, it's just i mean even just to wear out your voice the coughing was really it was it was like worrying me <laughs> like, <laughs> like, i wondered if i wondered if maybe he was actually sick and they oh put God. it in as like a sad like a side thing like if they were doing the original cast recording that weekend, right? Mm. And he was like, I'm sick. And they were just like, we'll put it in. I, I don't know. I don't you know. tell us, then we'll tell I, you. I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I bet it's a side thing that the guy says in the book. And yeah. Lynn's like, I'm yeah. going to put it in there. Yeah. He probably had some disease. Because he doesn't, he didn't, he like <sighs> went on. He was like, like, he didn't die like close to that time. So it wasn't like a. No deathly disease but he probably had some weird old timey disease <laughs> major cough yeah like he got a cut yeah yeah something like that he got he had an old timey disease calling being over 40 <laughs> uh do you know what george washington died of having wooden teeth i don't know what no but right like how did that not how did he not get an infection we're gonna get to that don't worry <laughs> he died of i'm never gonna say this right epiglottitis Ugh. you know your epiglottis yes i do it it's an infection no yeah that sounds awful i mean literally like the things people fucking died of back then it's it's horrifying (laughs) imagine if they got the cove well i guess they kind of did didn't kind of yeah yikes (laughs) the cove if you watch If you watch John Adams, the miniseries, <laughs> you'll see that smallpox John was Adams. spreading. John yes. Adams. I have to say it like that every time. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Highly recommend. Interesting. Uh, I just want to note that my biggest takeaway from this entire thing is that they were allowed to light an open flame in a New York City building every fucking day <laughs> for however many days that musical has been running. How? Yep. Yep. Did he say anything about that? How were they allowed to do that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of shows use pyro and fire. Really? Yeah. That's very shocking to me. I think so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how else was Eliza going to burn, you know? (laughs) She's erasing herself from the narrative. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's some sort of, I'm sure they had to have like a fire marshal and a thing, an extinguisher on the set. And it was probably 
I don't know, some sort of something. weird was, contained fire gel yes. bullshit that I was thinking something in the bucket. Yeah. Was some kind of special like, yeah, mm-hmm. there was somebody from like props and costumes and stuff that was tweeting along with them. Like the saying like, you know, the champagne glasses had ma- have magnets on the bottom. So they like stay and whatever. Cause the, 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 the choreography, like I don't want to overlook that. Like there's, I think one of my favorite moments, the whole thing is just incredible that it's just that set and all of the set changes are built into the choreography. Like yeah. the actors are, are moving the furniture and the different stuff yeah. and they really don't use much. I mean, a they have like yeah. a couple tables, a bench, a desk, like it's really very minimal and the choreography just is the, becomes the set and it's mm-hmm. when Hamilton gets shot and there and he at the duel obviously and the there they turn from like the two actors are like on the sides of Hamilton and then immediately they use that rotating they stage and they start rowing, rowing and it's yes! like they're rowing back it's like what they just like they transform with the rotating stage and the human bodies into uh-huh. like they're rowing it's like it's just beautiful to see uh, it. rotating like, stage in the human bodies is also the name of my 90s alt rock band <laughs> but but it's funny that they do so that was one thing that like really moved me another time they used the rotating stage was when philip gets shot mm-hmm. and he falls back halfway and the rotating stage moves him and it looks like he's falling in slow motion yeah and they uh, yes it's and incredible it is. yeah oh, it's, so good. <laughs> it's just like it's it's so much to take in. It's, it's beautiful. But um, one thing about the choreography, I will say, and I, I'm going to go back to the thing I said before, which is like, just because I don't particularly like something doesn't mean I don't think it's good. Yeah. It's hard to know what to focus on. Right. So mm-hmm. I've watched it a few times now just to like rewatch. And I think the first time you're just kind of watching like the main players and like maybe decide a little, mm-hmm. but on my second watching, I kind of watched like the dancing more. And there was a lot of like, interpretive dance going yeah. on which I let la- like no yeah. dick on it. It, it it is what it is that shows perfect blah 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 but like yeah. that's something I always laugh at like interpretive <laughs> dance for me is so like um, yeah I don't know. it's very that like that modern style yeah <clears throat> did you notice that there is a female member of the ensemble who represents death is it the one who's his mother at the beginning? Uh, uh, she might be. I haven't gone back and watched this. This is something I picked up from the Twitter um, threads. That so she does. She is the bullet. You know the like at the the when Hamilton is getting shot in the duel. There's yeah. uh, one actress who's playing the bullet. Like her fingers are kind of like leading the bullet across that rotating stage from Burr to Hamilton. So she is kind of like representing the bullet moving toward him, but she throughout the entire show is always there near, like she will either kind of like brush up against someone before they die, or she like hands someone something before they die. Like it's very deliberate. So I haven't gone, I haven't watched it since I read that but I can't wait to go back and like watch that and pay attention to that. Now I want to go watch. Cause I'm curious if it's at his begin at his beginning at the beginning when they say, um, 
and Alex got better, but his mother went quick. It, probably because that would make sense. That there's a woman yeah. who they lift and they like float her mm-hmm. kind of off stage. So mm-hmm. I'm curious if it's her. No, I hadn't be. noticed that. What yeah. a little tidbit. I know there. It's just the nuance is like out of control. Seriously. Um, the other thing, another thing that um, I was reading about was the the Macbeth mentions. I don't know if you. Oh you've read anything or seen anything about that no but we made a little comment about Macbeth that was um did he intentionally try to blow up the Macbeth um uh, what's it curse or whatever by saying Macbeth in that play and then it became like the most popular musical (laughs) of all time was that intentional so he I don't I he didn't completely confirmed so for those of you who may not know there's a theater superstition that you are not allowed to say Macbeth in the theater it's bad luck whatever it's like an omen but you there are some different sides of this belief like many things like some people think it's okay if you're referring to the character Macbeth yeah, that's but what not Sean said. yes so like he does say so you're supposed to call it the Scottish play which he does say in his note to Angelica, but then he says Macbeth, but he's referring seconds later. Right. But there he's referring to the character. So there's some people that think like it's okay because he's, he doesn't say Macbeth and he does use the Scottish play when he's referring to the name of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he tweeted, Lynn tweeted like, cause somebody was like, does this mean that you broke the curse? And he's like, or does everything go to shit? from that moment on in the show. So it's interesting because I think he sort of applied, like used that as a point. Again, I haven't gone back and watched or listened since I learned that. So now I'm really curious to see like what point, like what, what happens after that point? His his affair happens right after that. Right. So it's kind of like the downturn of that. Right. So, yeah. So kind of interesting. Like, yeah, again, so many little, little things. It's crazy. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, that was something we were talking about was the, like, I think I almost think he intentionally said Macbeth mm-hmm. and then like had it become the most famous musical of all time yeah. in a like, <laughs> fuck you to that. That's, that's my thought. Yeah. Yeah. Blowing up the curse for sure. It could yeah. be, it could be. Oh I man. Don't know. Interesting. I have this dog circus going on here that I'm currently <laughs> trying to. Oh, with none of the characters from Hamilton. I'm really yeah. mad that John Hancock nor Benjamin Franklin were characters in that fucking play. Yeah. Um, I know, right? So the other thing I had about watching it and like things I had seen or like didn't realize or whatever. Um, so I thought they were singing along to a recording. Like I had, because <laughs> they're so fucking they good. Were so fucking so good. I was, good. I was like, oh, they must just be playing along to a recording. And then at the end, when they do the curtain call, and they point to the um, musical director, the pit, yeah. and he points to the band. I went, no fucking way, no fucking way. I don't know. I don't know much about musicals. I don't know how good, I'm sure they're the best musicians in the world. If they're like in the most popular Broadway play, yeah. you know, like, but I still, my mind was fucking blown. Ridiculous. I mean, okay. 
So the mix was incredible because that's really, really tough. And especially with how many words and all of the different dynamics from the rapping to the, the singing to whatever. So the mix, I just, whoever uh, mixed the audio is incredible. To be fair, they had different takes, right? So they, they probably did have like different takes they could choose from different options. If them from like the best night or something, I'm assuming they recorded, you know, the audio each time and maybe had different takes to choose from. But that being said, it's still, incredible and i don't i i do really think that they are that good like i i think i turned to tom like two songs in and was like i just they are just like what the the fuck they sound like that like how do they what in the hell what it's like better than the recording it's yeah yeah insane like at worst it's exactly the same as recording yeah. as the recording which is why i was like there's no way this it, is a real band it's nuts nuts um, i also liked some of like the close up shots and i think one of the like i'd say one of the only complaints i heard yeah and i, I feel 50-50 on this there were times where i was like oh i wish i could see the whole stage but like sometimes when they're doing closer up shots i'm like yeah. oh i wish i could see what was going on on the rest of the stage and then i thought there's probably not much else going on on the rest of the stage. Yeah. If they're choosing this moment Mm -hmm. to like do the zoom or whatever. And then when they back out, like you can see the rest because it's like a lot of interpretive dance. and stuff. I thought it was was a good, it was a good mix. I think in some ways it helps you on like where to focus. Cause when you, when, like when I saw it live, there's so much happening. Like you, you know, obviously whoever's, like singing or whatever you look at but like even then there's like there's so much going on it's like very there's it's a lot of stimulus so in a way i liked it because it helps you and where to focus but then yeah like sometimes like oh but i think they did a good mix of like you know wide shot and close-ups and different stuff i I wasn't yeah i thought i thought it was a nice nicely balanced in that and i thought some of the close-ups were like really well done and really like powerful yeah there's something like um uh, tom mentioned it like i think it's after it is it's go it is that moment of after phila uh lawrence dies and they go into non-stop lynn mm-hmm. is like in the back of the stage and i think with eliza and <laughs> i use i use his real name and then her her character her name. Name. so hamilton and eliza hamilton and his <laughs> wife are in the like kind of He's. I think he's changing his jacket, if I remember correctly. Like he's doing a little jacket switch, and he like is wiping tears out of his eyes. Oh, and it's very. It's not like it's like he. He's not now. Now like Burr has already taken over. He's singing nonstop. Whatever. Like it's not. He's not the focus. So Tom was like, I wonder how much of that is like acting and how much of it is like real tears because he like noticed that and was like that wasn't for the show like that was like he had real like real tears and had to like it was it's just uh it's yeah i will say that i wondered that a lot through many points of the show when like angelica's if you look at angelica during um Oh my God. Uh, the Hamiltons move uptown. Mm-hmm. The quiet uptown. Yeah. Quiet yeah. uptown. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm never going to remember all the names. No, of, no, I don't know them all. Yeah. Um, she has tears in her eyes. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, is that real? And I think it's real. And yeah. like when, 
yeah, certain other moments. So I guess let's let's get to it now. So the scream, right? Like, yes. There's she screams when Philip dies, which yes. is like yeah, very powerful. Yes. Um, which Lynn's Lynn's wife also tweeted about. She's like watching your husband repeatedly on stage, like cry and like over his dying son, son is like, and she's, and I think she just had a baby. So she's like with my postpartum hormones after I just pumped in the bathroom, like this is not easy or whatever. I was like, Oh Jesus. Like it's so, they're so in the freaking characters that it's incredible. Yeah. But yes, yeah. there's that scream. Yes. And so I think that one made sense to me and I yeah. wasn't like surprised by it. Yeah. Um, of course. But then there's the scream at the end. Yes. So um, I think when you listen to the soundtrack and like, you know, we've listened to it a million times and it sounds like the, they're very nicely fading out. And that's actually kind of how I imagined the end would go. It's like those two meeting while like everyone quietly fades and sings them out. And then she screamed and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, okay. So some people think that it's her, I think the the most common interpretation that I've seen is that people think it's her breaking the fourth wall and she's seeing the audience and she's seeing like that it was enough, like her legacy because <laughs> Terry is showing me her goosebumps in her <laughs> webcam right now. I know. I think I have them too. And I'm the one who's saying it. I never, th- I've never seen that. That's the most common one that I've come across is that. Yeah. So she sees because she is looking at the audience and it's right at the end. So it's almost like she sees it and she's like, Oh my God, it, we did like, we did it. His legacy like lives on. And then I've heard other people think that it's because she sees him, like it's her dying. And then she's that's what like, I, yeah, that's going. the most common interpretation I saw yeah. when I scoured the internet. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, li- I like the, the audience interpretation. Okay. Personally. So I'm going to tell you what my initial reaction was. I thought it was her, um, we're kind of like, so that song happens right after, um, he dies. Right. I thought it was her, like us going back to her and her finding out that he's dead, mm-hmm. but then she kind of like smile. Like, so at first she's shocked and then she like, she's happy. It like so, resolves into like peace almost. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think it's her like, um, I, that's my, I like that interpretation Yeah. of like, it's her dying and seeing him. Yeah. My revolutionary dogs are really want to be a part of this <laughs> conversation. Do. I they apologize. Earned, they earned everyone. their spot. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. And I, I, I Philippa Sue, the actress, hasn't said, I hadn't, haven't seen her say anything. I think they kind of, you know, they'll, they'll keep it kind of open to interpretation. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. That was definitely the most shocking thing to me of the whole thing where mm-hmm. I went, what? Like there were differences that I was like, Oh, I didn't expect that or whatever. But then there was a scream. I, and you know, like it's so that I can't even listen to that on the soundtrack without crying. So we're watching it and we're like, well, I'm at least I'm sobbing. And then she's like, Oh, and I look over to her and I went, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) did I miss something? (laughs) But then when I rewatched it again, yeah. I was expecting it right. and I was a little like with an interpretation of what I thought it meant. Mm-hmm. It 
was like less jarring. <laughs> yeah. See, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by it because I saw it live, but I don't remember if I was like, honestly, I feel like I was just like out, uh, having an out of body experience when I saw it live. I barely remember it. I just remember I didn't like the Hamilton, the guy that played Hamilton, his interpretation. And I don't know if that like, I don't know if I was out of it because of that, or I was like too focused on that. Like it, it was still fantastic. You know, I still thoroughly enjoyed it or whatever. And I was not, you know, disappointed or anything by any means, but I don't, I barely like remember it live. But the original is so good. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I mean, it's so good. I think it's okay to be like, eh, the like, the second guy didn't do anything for me. And I don't yeah. think that's like a dig on the second guy. No, I mean, also like who the fuck else is going to do Lynn? Like, I don't, yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. Oh God. So any, all right. anything else? Or do you want to get, do some questions? Uh, yeah, I think those were all the highlights yeah. I had. Um, pit orchestra. Yeah. That was something I like highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. And then I know there was like a big to do because they censored the F word the way we do when Donna oh. listens to this <laughs> podcast. So, so there are three fucks in the show and, and to be <laughs> PG 13, you can only have one fuck in your thing. So Lynn, he tweeted before he said, I literally gave two fucks so the kids could see the show. So he gave up the, Southern motherfucking Democratic Republicans, Republicans. and the yeah. get the fuck back up again. Fuck. Yeah. He. The third one? Uh, I don't know if they count the like someone Sit I down, wanted John, to. Fuck. Oh yeah. Are you fat motherfucker? Yeah, I don't know. But that's that just one. a straight beep. Yeah. yeah. That's a beep anyway. I don't remember. Um, I'm but, fine with it. I mean. But Lynn, he tweeted. <laughs> so he, he, he tweeted composer edit and he videotaped his TV screen and he yelled the fucks over <laughs> where they really go and tweeted them out. So if you really that want reminds, them. That reminds me of. So on um, Saturday Night Live years ago, CeeLo Green was hosting. Yes. And it was a big deal because he yes. was going to do fuck you. Yeah. And they were like, we have to censor it. You have to say, I think he said forget. I yeah. think he did the forget version. Yeah. And they do a sketch on the episode that's about him being in like a rec- record executive's office. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how he can't say the F word. And so they play the song and it goes, I see him driving around town with some girl I love. And I'm like... And they censored it out, right? But yeah. the audience was singing along, and the whole audience <laughs> yelled, "Fuck you!" Oh so you God. heard it anyway. That's awesome. So, yeah, you prepared some questions. I have a few, but you've you've you're scaring me because you told me you have lots of questions, and you're really excited <laughs> about them. So we're going to do a Hamilton-style questions crockpot for you. Okay. And when we sat down the other night because we're so lonely and we have nothing else to do mm-hmm. to write these questions, Sean and I sat down together to do it, and nice. we came up with, like, so many of them. <laughs> we nice. couldn't stop, and he helped me. So um, I'm going to start it off because I have one that I particularly like, and it's a stupid one, but I don't give a shit. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Fuck, fuck, Mary, kill Hamilton, Washington, Jefferson. <laughs> um, I'd marry Washington. 
fuck Hamilton and kill Jefferson. Agreed. Okay. Wow, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I agree. I would fuck Hamilton, marry Washington, kill Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the real historical figures. Yes. Okay. Now the actors (laughs) who play them. (laughs) Oddly. uh, Mine switched a little. I think my Washington and my Hamilton would switch. Oh, really? Yeah. I would marry Lynn. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I think so. I would marry, what's his name? Chris. I forget his real yeah, name. Washington. Yes. Yeah. I would fuck David Diggs, marry yeah, you would. Washington. <laughs> There's something about that guy. Like mm. he has like the presence. I'm like, I want to marry that guy. <laughs> I'm so glad Sean does not listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lynn, no offense, but I neither want to marry nor fuck you. It's really, that's just what that came down to. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Christopher Jackson. Oh my God. Christopher I Jackson. I, could, I wanted yes. to say Johnson and I'm like, it's not Johnson. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh God. His voice fucking kills me. Very good. I love yeah. his voice. Damn. He's incredible. Um, Interesting. Okay. Uh, I have one. What was your, your favorite vocal performance in the show, in the, in the, the movie version? Just, just vocal performance. That's so hard. I know. So I know. hard because there were so many moments. I know. But I want to, I do want to say it was Leslie Odom Jr. Mm. He, because I guess, and this is something I say all the time and we said it while we're watching it, his like dancing and singing. Mm. It's unbelievable. And he has a beautiful voice. It's like powerful. And then it's also like smooth and light. Mm -hmm. Like to me, he's the best singing talent. Okay. But it's really tough because Philippa Sue is like, yeah, Yeah. she makes me mad. Yeah. (laughs) I have to go with uh, satisfied fucking Renee Lee Goldsberry, like holy shit I, I was like I, the, I don't the way I don't know she goes from like the rapping into the singing in and out yeah. fucking flawlessly her Seamlessly. her rhythm her diction her mm-hmm. pitch is like the technique that I I can't even like begin to like comprehend the technique that that song takes to, to pull off. And like, I, I don't know. I was just, I was like, I think like three times I just looked at Tom was like, she is so fucking yeah. good. And that's not, I didn't notice that on just the soundtrack. Like, okay. I noticed that like, I mean, everything is like technically difficult. All of that stuff is very requires a lot of really precise technique, but that didn't stand out to me as a song. Like, Holy shit. She's like freaking crushing it. Yeah. It didn't Uh, like, like technique wise vocally, but watching her do it, I don't know something about it. Like hit me like, Oh Jesus. I don't know. It was just insanity. Yeah. Sometimes seeing it can make you go like, wow, that's like real. That's a lot. (laughs) It's like a a fucking lot. Yeah. And then I think, I love um, one one last time the Washington yeah. singing that song is like I yeah that's probably a close second for me. So I have a 
a, a question that kind of is similar. Okay. But I guess it supposedly, supposedly could be different. Supposedly. Um, supposedly. <laughs> what was your like favorite part of the musical that you hadn't really noticed before? Like mm. something that stuck out and you were like, oh, I never appreciated that until I just saw this. Yeah. I mean, I think so the, the, the Lauren's death, because it's not in the soundtrack, but if I'm looking at like things that I saw differently, I mean, for sure, like the, the performance of satisfied, but also the little interactions between the guys, like the, the little like friends group, like the Lafayette, Mulligan, Lauren's like Hamilton, like the little, I don't know, like their, their little quartets and things like that. And just the, how they act them and like the little cute little like things that they did that are like very much like close friends, like bros. They just acted like that. Yeah. And I think it's Lauren's friends being together. Yeah. For me, I think it's Lauren's in particular because I, I feel like he, I don't know if he doesn't have as much, as many vocal leads that's my perception anyway like i feel like hercules mulligan and and lafayette come out like like they're big on the recording and lauren's like he's there but i don't notice him as much but he and hamilton like i really got there the closeness of their relationship from like yeah little close-ups and then that made it even more impactful when he died. So I think I would say like the Lawrence Hamilton relationship probably. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, for me, it was, um, the song. Oh God, I'm never gonna know the actual name of the song. Uh, it would be nice to have Washington on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the same reason though, Mm. like something about seeing them all together, like, and the way they were like singing it all together and their movements and stuff. Like yeah. I was okay with that song before it was never even close to one of my favorites, yeah. but seeing it, I was like, Oh, I really like this. I like this so much more. Mm-hmm. I like the way they're all like playing off each other and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. What character would you want to see a spinoff musical about? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Because, okay, because I love David Diggs, It's right? Peggy. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peggy. <laughs> Peggy. Uh, I love David Diggs, right? Yeah. But I don't want to see a Jefferson musical. That would be <laughs> very unfortunate. and yeah. Depressing. Yeah, not, no, it's not the time, guys. No one wants to see that. <laughs> no, no. Um, so I don't want him, Hamilton, kind of want to say... Ooh, this is a hard one. Mm. I also kind of want to say Washington because I've always loved the character. I've loved all of his songs yeah. in the um, thing. I think his songs are like some of the best. But again, he was kind of a problematic dude too. Oh, I don't think we need a musical about him. <laughs> I know. I know. I kind of feel like probably Hercules Mulligan mm. because he had a really interesting story. Um, if you look it up, like, so he, so he's kind of a conflicting figure because he did own a slave. Mm. Um, he owned one slave. And then after the war, that slave, like he was freed and he disappeared. Mm. So there's like kind of speculation that they were using his status because 
people didn't care about slaves back then, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, They were using him to like get in and out unnoticed. And then he was like, granted his freedom. I don't know if that's true. There's that's a speculative thing, but I bet his story would be really interesting. I would definitely, I would see that. I would watch that. My like instinct says Washington, but then it's because I love that character in Hamilton. Yeah. But there's so much stuff about Washington. Like we don't need more. So I'm inclined to say like one of those supporting characters like Hercules Mm -hmm. Mulligan or like even Angelica or something like one of the women. Yeah. Could be cool. Yeah. Well, one of my questions was, which founding female would you like to see a musical about? And oh. she doesn't even have to be in this, like, if, it, if it's oh. a different one, you know? Mm. God, yeah, I would have to, like, think about who they, who they are. But, yeah, I think, I think Angelica could be cool because she, like, left yeah. the country for a bit. Her, her story in Hamilton is a little skewed, too. I mean, obviously, it's not a, it's not a historical thing it's a piece of art so like some of the details are changed to make a better story um Mm -hmm. so like she i think she was already married like when she met hamilton and stuff like that but it's it would just be interesting because she was like part of it but then she left she was in england for a bit and then coming back so i don't know she'd have some cool perspectives probably and i know some people really like dolly madison apparently she Mm. was a really like cool lady i don't know a ton about her but people really like her nice um i would say i kind of want to say abigail adams Ooh. but then uh, but then there's part of me that while i was watching that and i'm listening to who lives who dies who tells your story the the closing song i'm like maybe we should have a fucking musical about eliza what the fuck she did all this shit but isn't we this get- kind of about eliza I know, but we get like a five minute song about all the shit she did after he I know. died. And then like cramming it in. And then I kept living and then I did this and this and this. And then how could I forget? And I did this and then I did this. Like, and then she screams and it's over. Yeah. I know. And I went down to the general store and I. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 I mean, that that's another little detail that I heard that that's why the reason that it's because people like. I realized that this is really about Eliza and yes. he's like, yeah, that's why it's called it's Hamilton. Called Hamilton. Yeah. And yeah. Not Alexander Hamilton. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. What, uh, which role would you most like to play in the show? And this is like, you know, fantasy land. So it doesn't matter yeah. gender ability, like whatever, if you could, it's George Washington. Yeah. It's George Washington. <laughs> I've, I have thought about this. extensively. <laughs> George Washington. I, I yeah. love the character. I love his songs. I love the way he's written. I love like, I love everything about it. And when I listen to Hamilton, the soundtrack, like I feel like George Washington's songs are like my song. So Aww. when Lynn, I, I guess it was Lynn, I don't know, or whoever the Lynn and party opened up Hamilton casting calls and they said any gender for any role they they listed it with except for George Washington. And I was like, fucking why? Huh. Why can't I be George Washington? I can sing as low as him. <laughs> like, right? I can sing that. Yeah. So uh, then that got me all worked up. And I was like, I'm going to fucking play George Washington. I could never play George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, uh-huh. I can't rap like that. Like, I can't do it. I can sing like him. He, he more, I feel like he sings more than he rap yeah, like he's more good... he's singing more most of his stuff is singing yeah he really yeah. only has yeah yeah right hand man yeah 
Yeah. I, <laughs> I would love to say like, I, I my first go my go to is George Washington, and I think it's the same. I think his songs, oh, shit! I know his songs are gorgeous. Um, but then you know, there's something that would be so fun about getting to do like all the rap battles and stuff, and like all the crazy shit that Hamilton does. But then it's like I don't even know how one person memorizes all those words and rhythms, and I just I mean, can't. That's their I can't job, even, right? No, but like, holy fuck! Like, I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's more than just like. A, a typical script and some songs like i don't know that's a beast yeah. that's a beast yeah. of a show it's um, a lot yeah um which character would have the most annoying social media presence today <laughs> that's such a good question thomas jefferson i think <laughs> I, I think he'd be like so full of himself like he'd be like yeah wow like i don't know yeah there'd be a lot of like selfie video there'd be a lot of going live like <laughs> on instagram and stuff yeah yeah what do you think uh i think it's either jefferson or hamilton yeah i think yeah. they both could have been equally true. annoying true yeah. true ham could be pretty pretty annoying mm. man uh um, who would you most want to hang out with? Which character would you most want to hang out with? God, I feel like it's fucking George Washington. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's because God, I'm so glad Sean doesn't listen to this. I don't know if it's because I'm like very attracted in, in love. to him, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like kind of leaning towards that. Like I like George Washington was a fucking rot mouth dick slave owner like would mm. i really want to hang out with him probably fucking not but would yeah. i want to hang out with that george washington like that iteration of him yeah hell yeah yeah also king george a little bit that's also a role i would love to play too like yeah I, yeah that would be really fun who would yeah. i really want to hang out with though truthfully i feel like hercules probably like hercules mulligan or like john lauren seem like two of the most like they spoke their minds like they were well, they're like fun like, yeah i bet yeah. realistically i'd want to hang out with those two yeah yeah <laughs> but i wouldn't be allowed to yeah well there's that yeah <laughs> oh that's all i got on my questions uh, list i what have a similar one okay i'm gonna ask you this one and it's okay i'm gonna ask you two specific questions okay the first okay. one isn't necessarily hamilton specific and i just want to say this when we wrote this question we argued over this for <laughs> potentially hours and i'll explain <sighs> to you why okay okay what invention would you most want to show a founding father or anyone in that musical to blow their mind? Um, 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 um. <clears throat> okay. So invention, like anything. Uh, so like I, my first thought, and I know that like tonight I'm going to think of something way better. Right. My first thought is like, like Twitter for Hamilton because he like loved to like, he was all about writing and he wanted to like get his ideas out there to like a massive audience. And I just think that would like blow his mind. Like, you know, you don't have to like write these crazy essays and things like you can mm -hmm. just like tweet out like these quick things and like reach, you know, millions, if not more of people or whatever. And I think that would blow his mind a, a bit. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of other things, but that's the first thing that comes off the top. 
So oh here's God, what where, did you guys? I'll, I'll tell you where <laughs> okay. the I'll tell you where the argument came. In. I'm okay. going to tell you my side. So, um, truly, hours of this. So Sean was saying things like a skyscraper and a phone. Like, yeah, the internet, your phone, and um, like uh, like an airplane, like all this shit. And I said, I don't think so because I don't think they would even be able to understand what that is. think about a screen. I mean, Mm -hmm. photographs didn't even exist back Mm -hmm. then. Like, how are you going to show them the internet and have them go, oh, wow, like typeface didn't exist back then. Like, I think it's so beyond that it wouldn't even blow their mind. It would like confuse them. So Mm -hmm. my answer was like an electric stove or a refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you want to say phone, you want to say airplane, all this shit. But I was like, I think you need to go like several (laughs) steps back yeah. Before you can even get their attention. Yeah. Like that was my that was my thing. And truly that argument went on <laughs> for hours until Sean finally said, Fine, then I'd show them Hamilton the musical. <laughs> I was like, You're right. That's the right answer. We would show them Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> They're like, wait, we fucking die of epiglottitis? <laughs> Shit. Damn it. God. Um, wow. My next yeah. question for you. Okay. We wrote this one together. Okay. What kind of treatment plan would you recommend for <laughs> Mr. Rotmouth George Washington? <laughs> Keeping in mind, <laughs> he was probably the richest American. Oh, yeah. Period. He needs some dental implants, baby. Like he needs some, some full, some full arch dental implants upper. That's and what Sean lower. said. Yeah. 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 First, he said denture. I said, are you fucking kidding me? He's the richest man yeah. in America. Come on. Spring for the, the good stuff, right? So his teeth are really interesting, too. I know <laughs> yeah. we have like, the history. We say wooden teeth. But I guess he yeah. had like all kinds of animal teeth in and stuff, too. That's awful. Yeah. Crazy. I'm, what happened to his teeth? I don't know. I mean, just the oral hygiene back then, I guess. I don't know. But then how come everyone didn't have teeth rotting out of their faces? I think they did. I just think he had money to have his, to have replacements. So if you watch John Adams, the musical, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) the the, the miniseries, soon to be the musical. One of the things we love about it is as the characters age, their teeth get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And we love that. Yeah. Yeah. We're teeth people. (laughs) (laughs) We're teeth people. (laughs) Um, anything else on that magical list? I have one last question. Okay. All right. Bring us home. Ashley, (laughs) when you die, who remembers your name? Who keeps your name? And who tells your story? Oh my goodness. You know, this is a very heavy question because, and I don't know if you and and Sean talk about this because we're in the same page. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right where we're not, we're planning. We're, well, we're not just planning. No we're not having children. Um, yeah. So I joke about it a lot, and I tell my nieces and nephews, like whoever's nicest to us, like gets <laughs> your money, get all our stuff or whatever. And Tom's brother doesn't have kids yet, so it's easy to to tease my nieces and nephews. But yeah, I really don't know. But this is a big thing about like me and what I do for for work, um, for in my career, if you will. Um, which I sometimes refer to on here as my day job because it's not the job that I do making money via music, but it's a, it's my livelihood and it's, I actually really, really love it. 
And it's like making a difference in people's lives and helping other people to learn and to become better versions of themselves. And that it can sound super cheesy, but that's like, that's really, really important to me. And I think extra because like I'm not having children to pass my legacy down through. And so for me, it's really important to like in small ways, big ways, whatever, like just leave, leave people and the world a better place. So like parts of things that if I can be a conduit of some sort of, not that I'm, I'm certainly not smarter, wiser, all knowing or anything where I can teach everybody everything, but I can be a bridge, a conduit, a, whatever to help people to become better versions of themselves. And through that, that's my, that's what I hope to be my legacy. You weren't expecting that. Were you? What is a legacy? I know planting seeds in a garden. It is. You never get to see. It is. What about you? Uh, Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of why I asked, right? Like we're both in the same situation and that's something we think about a lot. And I think I try to do that. I've been trying to be much better about that, even if it's not through my job, just like leaving the world a better place, being better to people, being nicer to people. Like, even if I'm not a big impact name and there isn't a musical about me and, right. you know, 240 years or whatever. The there will be, though. I've already started working on it. Don't worry. Fucking better be. I swear to God. But <laughs> it's called we, the, what is it? The rotating stage in the human body. <laughs> anyway sorry if you write a musical about me like 90 percent of it is just going to be like me (laughs) sitting around yelling at dogs i hope you have a 90 minute number of me just going franklin hickok it's just it's 101 dalmatians yeah yeah oh like yeah as you have all heard the live version (laughs) of my fucking life today was the day my dogs decided to be dickholes Um, and I let them in. So that bell you hear ringing is the bell on our door and that's them going, I want to go in. I want to go out. I want to go in. I want to go out. Um, but so there's that. And then there's also, um, I hope to, even if I don't amass like enough wealth, but even if it's like a small amount to leave whatever money I can to an animal rescue Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, whether it's like, you know, if I died today and I had, you know, $9 in my bank account, Yeah, bequeath it to the rescue where we got Franklin. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a rich woman and I don't plan on being one, but when we go, if there's something left over, I want to give it to something like that, like, you know, league or maybe multiple like dog rescues and just so people can have money to continue taking care of dogs and stray dogs and stray animals and not just dogs either like all kinds of I just say dogs because that's like my you know yeah the one of course my heart. yeah but you know animals need care and yeah. I hope that's what I can do in yeah. the end the animal shelter instead of mm-hmm. the orphanage <laughs> I, I established it. the first private animal <laughs> shelter in eastern Massachusetts. <laughs> As we cram everything else into the end of the musical in the last 30 seconds. I also bought a house and I moved my <laughs> I got the mail every day. <laughs> you scream, yeah. gasp at the end. And I'm really it. good at accounting. <laughs> Like, it wow, does. Really- it just and it just keeps going up. It's like freaking Beyonce. Like, 
They skipped over a ton of shit. I yeah. just want to say Lynn Manuel was like, "Oh yeah, also we're He's gonna like, we're gonna cram fifty years into fifty seconds." Yeah, it's so. pretty good. Uh, well, all right, m- well done here, and I think yes. Yes, everyone go watch it. Go listen to it. Watch it with the closed captioning on if you struggle with the the lyrics. There's a lot of words and it might be helpful to watch it with the closed captioning a couple That's times. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Especially if you're watching it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're not already familiar with it, for sure. So cool. Well, we love Ham- Hamilton and <laughs> we hope you do too. <laughs> Uh, and we'll see if we come up with an interesting uh, theme song for this episode. We don't know well, yet. Maybe. maybe. Uh, we might be I'll inspired. Try. We'll try. <laughs> what do I look like? Lin Manuel Miranda? What the fuck? You know, what are do we I? supposed to do with this? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, if you liked what you heard, go watch Hamilton and tell your friends. And if you didn't like what you heard, challenge your enemy to a duel yes <laughs> oh my god all right well keep yes watching musicals keep, keep gigging <laughs> bye bye <laughs>